This is the Season Long Podcast in support of the YouTube channel Season Long Baller. Welcome to Season Long Podcast number 44. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Hope you had a wonderful weekend and we'll hop right on into it. So last week we played four games and we started the week on MLK against the Detroit Pistons. Then we took on the New York Knicks, which again is that battle of the Eastern Conference superpowers right now. One versus two out east, uh, with the Wizards, our team, being number one and the Knicks being number two. And we took on the Knicks in New York. And then we ended the week against a couple of big men out west, uh, taking them on, however, at home, taking on the Spurs. uh, And we got a 72-60 victory there. And then we took on Joker and got another victory as well. So a 4-0 week for the Wizards, and we'll take a quicker look here right now at some of those games. Starting with the Pistons, we shot 51% from the field. The Pistons only shot 41%. You can see we were really good from three as we went 13 for 21 for over 60% from deep. You can win games when you're shooting like that, and the Pistons were only six out of 17, so uh, just a shade over one out of every three three three-pointers falling for the Pistons. Jamont Summers, however, was the catalyst. No surprise there our NBA 2k 24 player build summers had 45 ace career high well second highest point total we've uh, had with summers yeah 45 should be the second highest 51 as you know is our high score against the Celtics earlier this season but summers here went 15 out of 25 10 out of 16 from deep actually missed a free throw how did that happen but summers finished with 45 and seven rebounds along with four assists, and that was really too much for the Pistons. I mean, the Pistons only outscored us 52-45 to themselves. Now, taking a look at the battle for uh, Eastern Conference supremacy, the Wizards beat the Knicks 74-60, and right here, the Knicks only shot 41% from the field and only 32% from deep, while the Wizards were 12 out of 26 from deep and nearly shot 50% from the field. That was the big difference in this game. And every time we play the Knicks, knowing that that Robinson and uh, Hartenstein can just wreck things with rebounding, anytime that the Wizards do a decent job rebounding, I think we have a good chance of winning. And in this case, we held our own on the boards. Only, um, although we we only beat the Knicks in rebounding by one, that's still pretty significant—a 32-31 um, advantage on the glass. And I think anytime that happens against the Knicks, that's a good thing. Summers had 30, continuing some hot shooting from deep, going 6 out of 11. And Jalen Brunson had 29, going 11 out of 25 from the field. You'll see Julius Randle here was 2 out of 10. So your two big guns did not have a good shooting day. And the Knicks only shot 41% as a team. Now, it is worth mentioning again that uh, quickly, Emmanuel Quickly, as you see here listed, and R.J. Barrett, Uh, Both are no longer New York Knicks, of course, in real life, but in our simulation, they are still Knicks. And for that reason, um, that's why you see them here with the Knicks and not on the Toronto Raptors. And we'll talk about the Wizards roster in just a moment. Then we took on the Spurs and the debut of Victor Wimbanyama, for us at least, the first time we've got to see him. And he did not disappoint, mainly on the defensive end, had four blocks, had 16 points to lead the Spurs, 7 out of 15 from the field, didn't hit from deep, going 0 for 3, and Summers continued his hot shooting last season's Rookie of the Year. That's right, we're showing him how it's done. Summers had 32, went 11 out of 18 from the field, but 8 out of 9 from deep, and the one missed 
granted, was a terrible miss on the step back where we didn't hit anything. <laughs> but other than that, perfect from deep, continuing, as I mentioned, the hot shooting from deep last week from our player bill. And Summers had 32, 5, and 5. And again, a big difference in that game. You'll notice here, Kuzma was 4 out of 8. Jordan Poole went 5 out of 8. And Jordan Poole himself was 3 out of 3 from deep. And the Wizards, 14 out of 21 from deep. So hitting two out of every three shots, it's pretty amazing that the Spurs were only lost this game by 12, considering how well the Wizards shot. Speaking of shooting well, the Wizards carried over that the next night, facing the Nuggets, and uh, Joker defeated the Nuggets 72-58, and again, the Wizards shot hot from the field, 58% from the field to the Nuggets only shooting 43%. Now, we didn't light it up from deep, only going 6 out of 18. The Nuggets were only 7 out of 21, so both teams shot 33%. But the big difference here, Wizards shot well from the field and get the 14-point victory. Summers, again, hot from the field, blazing hot. 3 out of 6 from deep, but 14 out of 20 overall. 39 points, hit all 8 free throws. Again, the big difference, Summers was really representing in this game. Our player build had a great week. Don't know if we're going to carry this over in the next week, but at least last week, everything was all good. <laughs> Murray and Joker both had 18 apiece, but together, they were not. They didn't have as many points as Summers did. And uh, Murray shot 4 out of 10 from deep. Joker did hit a 3-pointer himself and was over 50% from the field, 8 out of 14. But... The Wizards got the victory, 72-58. Now taking a look at a couple of the award races really quickly. Jamont Summers averaging 28 a game right now after that hot week last week. He is number one in our most valuable player voting right now. Joker, Don, uh, Luka Doncic, uh, Shai Gilgis-Alexander, and Steph Curry, who is injured right now. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. That's your top, top five vote-getters. and. It's funny, Summers is the only one out east, while the next four slots are taken from players in the west. The Rookie of the Year, Wimby right now, Brandon Miller is second, Chet Holmgren is hurt right at the, uh, currently, but remember, as we've mentioned, Holmgren finished third in our rookie voting last season on NBA 2K23 because he wasn't hurt in our simulation. So <laughs> here in this year's simulation, it's almost like Chet Holmgren is double dipping for the Rookie of the Year award. But much like last year, right now, he's running third. Last season, he finished third behind our player, Bill Jamon Summers, and the actual winner in the real NBA, Paolo Bencaro. This season, as you see, he is running third behind Wimby and Brandon Miller, who plays on small forward and was picked overall number two by the uh, Charlotte Hornets. Now, all-star voting, which was something that we were hoping to get to here very soon. The all-star game is creeping up on us. And as you can see, out east, we'll take a couple quick votes here. Out east, the front court is led by Giannis Antetokounmpo, no surprise, 1.3 million votes, followed by Joel Embiid and Jason Tatum. That's your top three Jimmy Butler's fourth in votes. And then in the backcourt, probably no surprise, leading MVP candidate Jamon Summers with 1.4 million votes is first, followed by Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, and Trey Young. That's your top four out east. Remember last season, the only representative for the Wizards was... Um, Porzingis was Christoph Porzingis at the center position and Summers was in the Rising Stars game but we obviously were not in the uh, All-Star game 
but we look like we might be able to break that streak right now. Summers is trending towards his first uh, all-star game and leading the East in backcourt votes at, with 1.4 million, oh, nearly 400, about 350,000 more in your second place person right now, Damian Lillard. Out West, no surprise with Joker leading with 1.6 million votes, followed by LeBron James and Kevin Durant. Anthony Davis are your top four out West front court, And in the backcourt is Luka Doncic with just a slight hair of a lead over Steph Curry, both of them at uh, 1.3 million. And then Shea and then Devin Booker. That's your top four out West. Now, wanted to take a quick look at a couple of NBA transactions in our simulation. And the biggest one here, which we talked about, obviously, in the Spurs game, was Ben Simmons being traded by the Nets for Doug McDermott. I I don't know. Ben Simmons is now the backup center to Wimby? Uh, and, and if you have Wimby, don't you want more shooting around him? Definitely McBuckets can do that, right? Regardless, the Nets have uh, uh, traded Simmons for uh, Doug McDermott. And we saw the results of that trade, which happened a day before we played the Spurs. So we've already seen uh, that the results of that trade. And then the other one, which I find very significant, is you've got Nurkic from the Suns traded to the Hawks for DeAndre Hunter. Now, you may remember we played the Hawks recently, and the Hawks had just traded Clint Capella. And I was kind of wondering, Capella always kills us on the glass. And now with Bruno Fernando as the backup, of course, he's just but he's in this trade. But with Fernando as the backup, I kind of wondered how much they would kill us on the glass now. Um, but as you can see, they've now gone out to get nurtured. I don't know if that's the same. We will see how that affects us the next time we play the Hawks. But are you making up for that trade? Seems weird. And then getting moving Hunter out the way. I guess that means uh, Sadiq Bey will move into the starting three position, but the Hawks have definitely changed their lineup compared to what they have been. Now, taking a quick look at a couple of stats, Jamon Summers is leading the league in assists with 5.8 a game. As you see, Joker is second at 5.6, and Trey Young is third with 5.3. And then in terms of... Um, in, in terms of three-point shooting, Summers, after that hot week last week, has moved into the top five at 48.3% from deep. And finally, uh, taking a look at these stats, again, because of that hot week, Summers has moved up into the top five again in terms of field goal, overall field goal percentage, shooting at 57.5% from the field, a pretty good clip, and that is fourth in the league right now. Now... We wanted to take a quick look at the injury list because that has affected a couple of the games that we have played. Uh, Isaiah Stewart from the Pistons, pinched nerve in the back. He is out for one to two weeks. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, we will be playing the Clippers uh, not in a couple of weeks at least. Not, but We've got them coming up pretty soon. But right now, left knee tendonitis has Leonard out for two to four weeks. Steph Curry, we were talking about him in the All-Star game a moment ago. Broken left wrist, he is the second leading scorer in the league behind us, and he is out for two to four weeks. We'll see when he returns, but he's been out for quite a bit now. And then Chet Holmgren, as we talked about in the uh, rookie voting, um, one to two weeks out with a broken right toe. So that is very interesting in terms of uh, just how our league, of course, is different which is obvious from the actual NBA. So coming up next week, 
actually, before we talk about what comes up next week, we were talking about trades a little bit earlier and how that's affecting the Wizards. Well, we finally had a real trade because last season the Wizards didn't make a trade during the regular season, but this season they did making a trade with the Detroit Pistons who will be playing again as you see on January 27th so later on this week we will be playing the Pistons and the Pistons and Wizards made a deal in real life where Mike Muscala and uh, Gallinari are both going to the Pistons while Marvin Bagley III and Lively are coming back to the Wizards now in our simulation as you know we don't do trades that actually happen in real life now off-season trades yes but not real not during the season trades so you will not see that exchange between the two teams Gallinari and Muscala are still going to be playing for our Wizards and Bagley and Lively will still be with the Pistons but that is very interesting and that that deal happened so if you were wondering if we were going to do that in terms of our simulation there's your answer we will not be doing that unless the computer offers us that exact deal and our gm decides that they want to take that deal and i don't think that's going to happen we've we've had a couple of proposed trades but not that exact trade and nothing that we would actually want to do so coming up this week We've got the Timberwolves on Wednesday at home, and then we take on the Utah Jazz at home on Thursday, and then we end the week with the aforementioned Detroit Pistons on Saturday. So I hope to have you for all three of those games. The Wizards have been playing well right now, riding a seven-game winning streak, or actually, yeah, winning, uh, rolling on a seven-game winning streak, last loss against the Knicks there, 58-51 on January 6th. That's going to do it for season-long podcast number 44. Thank you for joining us. Have a wonderful rest of your day. See you on Wednesday when we take on the Minnesota Timberwolves in the district. That's all for season-long baller. Peace.